This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Vic, and you're listening to The Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you on as uh, this week we go through interviewing Dr. Leonard Scott. Now, for those who don't know who Dr. Leonard Scott is, he's the founder and CEO of the nation's oldest gospel recording company, Ty Scott, Inc., which has been home to many superstar recording artists in the genre. He is also a highly sought-after health practitioner in the field of dentistry, a radio talk show host on health, a pastor, and an author of three books. Dr. Scott has been a successful dentist for over 40 years and is based in Indianapolis. His pastor's rock church there, but has been traveled throughout the United States and abroad, speaking on health-related topics and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. He hosts the radio talk show, Medically Speaking, sponsored by the Marion County Public Health Department. Along with his business ventures and ministry endeavors, Dr. Scott has honed his skills as a musician and songwriter. 
He has recorded several albums, and the proceeds from his latest release, Greatest of Your Love, has been donated to support the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in their fight against blood cancer. In addition to his books, Soaring with Eagles and Be Lifted Up, Dr. Scott also serves as a staff writer for Christian Outlook magazine. He and his wife, Christine, are the proud parents of seven. He serves with encouragement, instruction, and enlightenment, providing tools through speaking, books, workshops, and lectures to help individuals improve physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, financially, and spiritually. This was a great interview I had with Dr. Scott. We dived into some dentistry. We talked about life. We really dived into some great concepts, that nuggets that you can take from this, this interview to really help expand your life and really help expand in all those areas and so much more. So with no further ado, here is Dr. Right. Leonard Scott. Well, Dr. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I'm excited to have you on. Um, I love what you're up to. You're all about the health world, everything that's going on there. And, and from a holistic standpoint and from a wholeness standpoint, which I greatly appreciate as a chiropractor, because that's what we look at. Everything is interconnected. And so I, I'm excited for this next uh, 40, 50 minutes we have here to, to just chat and uh, unwind here a little bit here. Yeah, looking, looking forward to it. <laughs> so I always love asking this question because I love to give the listeners an opportunity to um, just hear your background. You know, how did you get into this? Because I really feel that in life, we just don't say this is where I'm going and that's the direction. I think we think that's a great idea. And for some that works, I think the universe or God or whatever you like to call it, smacks us around a little bit and then says, see, this is what you really wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that that's a good point. I think all of us are born what we're supposed to be doing. And um, at some point, um, you know, when I was a child, I had really low self-esteem. I didn't really want to do too much. Just do a, uh, I felt like if I could make a hundred dollars a week and party on the weekends, I'd be a happy guy. But uh, my dad uh, saw something in me, you know, he'd always tell me, you know, you, you got a good mind on your good head on your shoulders. You ought to do something with your life. And he'd always say, you ought to be a doctor. You know? And uh, I didn't really think I could do it. But I, I, here's what I said in my mind. I said, you know what? I'm going to give this my best shot. And then when I fail, I'll be able to tell my dad I tried. And uh, I found I learned something that if you give something your best shot, you're probably going to do it. And it kind of, I guess, by him seeing something in me and I believe it's real important for pe people to be in your life that will uh, encourage you and that will um, let you know that, you know, you can be something or you can do something instead of being with people that are always discouraging, telling you what you can't do. Um, and so that was a, a big part of, of how I got into, uh, you know, dentistry. And during... Uh, my uh, career as a dentist, I had an opportunity to host a radio show, a local radio show uh, for the local health department uh, for an hour on Saturdays. And what I did was interviewed uh, people from every different walk of, of medical field and did that for over 15 years. Um, and during that time, so much information that, that accumulated and then as I got a little older, you know, I, I started seeing people, some, some even good friends um, that were dying early. Um, and 
it was from causes that really could have been prevented by lifestyle. And, and so um, got motivated to put together uh, this book, The Ultimate Boost from Within, 31 Days to Health, Wealth, Wholeness, and Happiness, in order to um, hopefully help alleviate some of these, uh, some of this bad health and, and um, early death. That's pretty, and that's powerful to have and the support group that you talk about. And, you know, there's a couple points here I'm going to, I'm going to play with here is that like I, growing up for myself, I had a, my mother always said, if you put your mind to anything, anything's possible. And that was like a mantra she used to tell me. And it was one of those things as you know, coming from where I grew up in, I was kind of like, all right, I see what everybody normally does as they grow up. And that's not what I want to live. So if my mom is saying this, I at least have to challenge that and put it out there and trust it and see what happens. And like you said, if it doesn't work, well, I learned something along the way. I'll learn something about me. Maybe, maybe I'll learn something about me uh, in the process. Wow. But then it's that whole, you know, and you bring up the whole thing about, you know, preventative death. I mean, this is something that we're seeing massively, massively, uh, you know, in the United States. And, And I could speak mainly on the United States, but, um, you know, research shows like what five out of six people will experience heart disease or cancer at some time in their life. I mean, wow. That's you high. Know, <laughs> it's extremely high. I mean, it's, it's really, really, um, and, and that's, that's dating. Like I think 2015, they had that statement come out. So it's, uh, I know it's only been five, we're almost five years now with that, but it's one of those things where, um, you know, I think this has been exponentially growing. Um, what kind of like, you know, writing the book, it was it really just, you know, seeing your good friends having pass on early that was like, okay, I need to finally do something. Um, or when you became a dentist, it was just little things at a time. Well, I, I tell you, just a lot of eye opening things. Um, I, I remember one of, I interviewed a pastor who, um, pastors are very, a mega church, and, but he was a cancer survivor. And he told me that. He had always been athletic and he went to his doctor and his doctor put him on uh, high blood pressure medicine. So he was developing this high blood pressure and uh, the medicine had and had an ill effect. He didn't like the way it made him feel. So he went back to the doctor and said, you know, is there something else I can do? And he said the doctor told him that, well, if you change some things in your lifestyle, you know, you probably wouldn't even have to take this medicine. And he asked the doctor, well, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? And the doctor told him, because most people don't want to change their lifestyle. He said, most people, I tell them, you know, stop eating this and stop doing this. And they'll say, wait a minute, doctor, I don't want to do all that. You, the doctor, give me a pill that'll help me. And I don't want to change anything I'm doing. You know? <laughs> and so there's this mindset, you know, that that we as as a, a population have to get that we need to take responsibility for our health and not lay it all on our doctor, you know, to, um, to fix us, you know, <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I mean, it's, uh, as again, coming from a chiropractic standpoint, we always say it's a team effort. This is not, yeah. you come here, you get this, this is the results. It's like, it doesn't work that way. Unfortunately. Um, I wish it was that easy. Um, it's more of, 
you know, learning and teaching and educating how your body works, how things work. And then from there, you take that working with, you know, source and a doctor in a sense and learning to use these principles and kind of more of like a guide and a coach in that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think is some of the issues that you see? Cause I know we're going to dive into a lot of the different factors of life, but why do you see Americans health continue to decline even in an information era where Google just can find pretty much almost anything out there. And still to this day, we see, you know, obesity rates are rising. We see heart disease rising, cancer still rising. Like we don't see, we see life expectancy now. And if, I don't know if you knew this, but last year was the third year in a row, life expectancy went down for males. And then last year was the first time it went down for females. Whoa. It's getting, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, chiropractors in my network that I work with, we've been saying this for quite a while now that the life expectancy is going to start changing. Uh, instead of going up, 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 it's going to hit a point and then it's going to start coming down quick. And there's a lot of factors to that, um, you know, from, from a, ch- you know, like chronic illnesses in children has massively rised in the last 30 years. We're talking quadrupled. Um, and so it's one of those things where, what do you think it is that's causing this? What's the factors? I know it's not one thing, um, unless you feel that way. And I love to hear about it. Um, what do you think it is? Why is that? I, I, I agree with you. I think it's a number of things. One thing, though, is um, our diet. And, and so here's the deal. I believe that, unfortunately, the dollar is more important than health. Um, our, our our whole system is messed up because of the people who are sort of in charge or more, more concerned with how much money we can make over how healthy we can make our society. And part of that has to deal with the, the mindset of society because society wants things that taste good. Bottom line is, the people in charge are going to give the people what they want because that's the way they're going to get more money. And so if the people wanted health, healthy foods and healthy lifestyle, that's what they'd get. But because that's really not what they want, <laughs> um, our, our taste buds override what our bodies really need. And so we get foods that are... Uh, sometimes not really that good for us. Um, and, but they taste good. And some of them are even addictive, you know, uh, there's amount of sugar that is in things and, 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 um, and the amount of salt that, that is in. And, you know, it's amazing that sugar and salt are not bad. In fact, you really can't live without them. You, you, we need sugar in our diet and we need salt in our diet in order to live, survive. But the problem is we get way too much of it. And so um, in excess, it becomes a detriment and causes uh, or they cause um, a lot of things to go wrong in our, in our health. And so I, I think, you know, all of those kind of elements working together, our, our health system is messed up. Um, doctors get paid for people being sick instead of people being well, you know, um, that's kind of backwards. i tell you what would work when, when doctors got paid for people being well, you know, if 
that would work. Uh, you'd see a whole lot more well people, you know. Um, if hospitals got paid for empty beds <laughs> instead of full ones. <laughs> no, that, it, 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 that's so true. They, uh, you know, one of my mentors always used to say, uh, uh, there's no money in healthy people. Right. <laughs> there's only money in sick people or sick care um, because then you make them dependent upon the system. And once you get dependent upon the system, you have an endless perpetual um, fuel of money just coming in constantly all the time. Yeah. Say it. It is. Um, and I love how you brought up the dollar because it's so true. People look at that in so many ways um, from a mindset side, from a health side, all this stuff, both worlds that I live in. Um, it's really interesting how I always tell people that, you know, like make health your biggest priority. You know, from a chiropractic standpoint, that's why I say that massively, because it's, it's your key to doing anything you want. Right. And then from the other side of the world I live in, in, in the podcast world and all this other stuff I do, it's, I always tell people, though, focus on your health, because if you want to be the best version of you and you want to get the most success out of life and you want to experience all that you can and be at your A game as much as you can, health's that ticket. You know, especially in the long term, would you agree? Because like short term, you can do things, right? You can have three cups of coffee every day, be alert and have all these things. But and that, there's nothing wrong, you know, depends where you are on the fence with coffee. But um, but the thing is, oh, go ahead. I don't drink it. So. No, there you go. I had a feel. I was like, I have a feeling he doesn't drink it. That's why I said that. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it, it, whatever it may be, like there's a lot of people in society today. I mean, I see it a lot. You know, a lot of people, you know, I mean, why is Starbucks such a successful business besides, you know, a marketing thing of being all over the place? Um, it, it, people go there to get their coffee and there's addictions. We can get into all those things, too. But, you know, it's like I need the energy. I need to get the game going. I need to get focused. So they have a cup of coffee. And the thing is, though, that's good. Maybe short term every once in a while, just like you see, you know, sugar is not bad. Yeah, every once in a while when we consume sugar, it's not bad. But when we're consuming, what is it? I think the latest research I saw is like 150 pounds a year on average. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, an, Amer an American's consuming, that's where it's like, yeah, this can cause havoc with, you know, a little bit. How's that affect teeth, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what, what, what can be some solutions? What do you think has to change? Oh, um, you know, a lot has to change as far as um, our habits, the things that if, if um, you know, people people drink a lot of soda pop because, you know, it's available and, and they want it. Um, you're talking about rotting out teeth. I can, you know, I can tell when people come and sit in, in my chair and they open their mouth, I can tell the ones that drink a lot of pop because um, they have a lot of decay, a lot of decay. And, you know, sometimes people start putting that, put, they put pop in the baby bottle, you know, stick the baby bottle in the mouth with, with soda pop in it and Kool-Aid and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then wonder, you know, why their teeth are rotten and why they're obese. And, um, you know, we have to start with, with changing the mindset of, of um, you know, what's really important? Is it is it really important that that they like what, what something tastes like, or is it important that we're gonna live a healthy lifestyle, you know, and not have to spend a lot of time in hospitals and uh, on medications and um, you know, we had to make those decisions and, and hopefully 
make the right decision and get healthy. Yeah, I agree with you there. How much does teeth play a role? So like, um, is teeth just teeth or does teeth show like other signs that are going on in someone's health? The oral cavity is, is actually a barometer, um, for your health. You know, you, you can look in the mouth and as I know, you know, and can make a lot of judgments about <laughs> a, a person's health. Uh, the teeth are very important just from being the, the first uh, part of digestion, first part of digestion, the food that is going to nourish you and give you energy and building blocks for, for the body. Um, and if, you know, when you start, you know, I, I really hate when people come into my office and say, you know, just pull it, doc, pull it. And, and they'll <laughs> tell me that they'll tell me that. They, they mama lost her teeth when she was in her teens and daddy lost his when he was in the teens. Said, might as well pull mine out because I'm going to lose mine too. And, and sometimes nothing wrong with their teeth. You know, maybe they got one cavity that's hurting a little bit. You know, and they say, pull them all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> and, uh, so, and that's a mindset, you know, that, that you got to lose your teeth. Actually, you shouldn't. You, you should take your teeth to the grave with you. And they, they're, um, but, and, and let me say this floss, flossing is important. Um, most people will brush their teeth, but a whole lot of people won't floss. And unfortunately, when you don't floss, you leave that same, you know, when you work, wake up in the morning and you put your tongue on your teeth and you feel that furry stuff on there. And, and then after you brush and get all that plaque off of there, they feel good and shiny. But the thing is, it's still in between your teeth because the brush can't reach in between it. And get and, and that's what causes uh, the bone loss and the bleeding gums. And, 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 and so people tell me, well, I don't floss because flossing makes my gums bleed. No, it's not flossing that makes your gum bleed. It's the stuff that's in there that makes your gum bleed. And then when you put the floss in, that damaged tissue starts bleeding. The thing is, if, if you continue to floss after about a week or two, you'll see the bleeding will stop. The disease will go away and the pain will go away. Um, and they've even linked um, that gum disease with, with uh, find the same bacteria in, in the heart valves that, and, um, you know, which makes sense. We're all just one organism and, that bacteria is, gets in your blood and goes to other parts of your body. So, uh, floss regularly. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I found that fascinating with the, yeah, I think it's what gingivitis, right? When you have gingivitis, they found that it has, there's a correlation with heart disease with it or something along those lines. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, make sure, and it, you know, it's a window, you know, as you said, it's the beginning to your digestion and, 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 and very critical in a lot of different ways. So let's, let's get into, you know, some about your, you know, your book a little bit and, you know, holistic well-being. What does holistic well-being mean to you? That has to do with, with the total person. Um, you know, we're, we're not just physical. We're physical, we're uh, mental, we're emotional, we're spiritual. Um, we, we have all these uh, dynamics that go on in, in, our, in our being. And so, um, you know, when you just deal with, with one aspect, with the, with the physical aspect, then uh, if your mind is messed up, it really doesn't depend, doesn't matter how 
healthy you are physically, your mind is all messed up or your emotions are all frayed. And so, um, and, and then on, on the other side, it you know, really doesn't matter how sharp your mind is if you're laying up in a hospital room with tubes coming out your throat and tubes coming out your nose and tubes coming out your arms. And, you know, and so the, the total person uh, needs to be healthy in every aspect in order for you to be effective. So true. You talk about the mindset. How much does that play a role? Is it a huge part? Is it a little part? What, what, what do you think? Mindset is a huge part. In fact, what goes on in the mind really uh, determines what goes on in the body and the rest of you. Because it's in the mind where you make decisions of, of, uh, of whether you're going to uh, drink that 16-liter soda pop <laughs> <laughs> or get you some water, you know. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so the mind, mind is extremely important. So how do you get your mind then to get, you know, because a lot of people, like I always tell, you know, again, we live in a Google age era, information era. So like people know, like I have yet to met someone who I said, hey, how do you get healthy? Like what are some basics that you have to do? I've never heard anyone tell me they don't know They'll be like, well, I know I have to eat more vegetables and I have to eat more fruit and all these things. <laughs> what, you know, they know that I got to drink more water instead of doing this. Like if I, if I really just have a basic combo, they will, this is what I get kind of often. And, uh, but what is it that doesn't allow people to do that? What is like, um, I don't want to say hold in the back, but how do they sharpen their mind? How do they create more self-discipline? Why, or what are some tips and tricks, um, that you've used or you have shared that works? Well, um, in the f first of all, you have to uh, watch what, just like you feed your body, you know, you're talking about fruits and vegetables, you feed your mind also. And you have to um, be careful what you let get into your mind. And you can poison your mind just like you, you can poison your body. And, um, and you can feed your mind uh, all kind of things that I'm, I'm very careful of how much I watch the news every day. In fact, I don't watch the news every day. I used to. And I noticed that it was having an effect on my mind. Um, see what goes into your mind can depress you. Um, on the other side, you know, it can inspire you. But it depends on what you're putting in there. Um, and there's so much bad news that if you just continually watch that all day, every day, it has to affect you. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I want to know what's going on. I don't want to be ignorant to what's going on in the world. But, but I, I'm telling you, you don't have to watch that all day long or even every day, you know, just every now and then, you know, just kind of check it out, see what's going on and then begin to fill your mind with inspiring things, you know, things that will motivate you and, and things that will uh, give you a positive outlook uh, instead of depressing you and, and making you think, you know, that everything is uh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like anything else. I, I call it like the principles of like, you know, principles of health in a sense, because it's like what you put in your body, good or bad, is going to determine how the, the body responds to that and uses it. And you got to have those guardians of the mind. Um, yeah. You know, Wayne Dyer used to call them mind viruses. And I love that because 
Um, you let those like negative thoughts or those negative influences or that, that, you know, like if the world's a scary place and you keep watching things that tell you that, eventually the mind's going to say, our ego's going to kick in and go, hey, all right, this is 175 times I've heard that the world's a scary place and I've seen images, I've seen <laughs> videos, I've seen X, Y, Z. It's got to be that way. You know, there comes a point. I mean, the principle of neurology states the more repetition or consistency of exposure to something, eventually that is going to take its place. It's going to the brain will shift and wire that way and think this is a reality. And, you know, it's one of those things where I greatly appreciate that. And the news, I I always tell people, stay away from the news. Like there's (laughs) there's nothing good. Like when's the last time? I mean, okay, every once in a blue moon, but when's the last time you've heard something on the news that like inspired you about life? It's, it's, well, you really have to think about it. I tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right. I mean, like, I don't know. My dad loves watching the news and I always yell at him about this, but, and, 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 uh, I'm like, Dad, what is on there that inspires you to live? Like, what gets you to want to get up in the morning and be like, you know, hey, let's get, you know, you want, it just gets you going. It gets your mind thinking. The creativity of you comes out. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, uh, ignorant on this topic, but I'm like, I know from his, my own experiences, I've never seen it. It happens once in a very blue moon. Right. Yep. So then we can, oh, go ahead. I just said most of it's negative. Yeah. And so like where, you know, like how can someone, you know, because besides the news, like find something inspirational, where can people find things that are inspirational? Um, or where do you find things that are inspirational to keep things feeding through your mind properly? Well, one, one thing is this podcast you're doing. You know, there are, there are a number of positive podcasts that, that you can uh, listen to. Um, and of course, there are... Um, if you if you're into music, of course you can, and, and then all music isn't positive. You know, some music can bring you down too. <laughs> I'm telling you, some of the songs they have cussing all the way through them and uh, and tearing down women and I mean, you know, just craziness. Um, and and you know, and I've I've heard kids say because you try to get kids not to listen to that, and they say, well, I don't listen to the words. I just I like the beat. You know. I'll, but the thing is, whether you listen to the words or not, they still get into your subconscious. You know, anything that, that comes through your ear gate or eye gate, whether, you, whether you're focusing on it or not, it gets in there uh, and, and does have an effect. And, and uh, that, you know, pornography is another thing that uh, is like really an addicting thing that has destroyed a whole lot of people. Um, and the thing about it is, you don't really have to go out and buy a pornographic magazine or something. You can just look on a, at a billboard or either, even coming through the mail, uh, get a Victoria's Secret uh, catalog, you know, <laughs> from right to your house. <laughs> yeah. So it's, go ahead, go ahead. You have to be careful with that, with that stuff because it, it, that's what's going into your mind, you know. No, it's true. You, you in, in there's so much, and that's the thing too. That's I think again, that's the beauty and the curse of the world we live in today, where there is so much information. I mean, we just it's it's almost endless, pretty much. Yeah. And but there's you know there's so much there's the with all that it it makes things a lot easier to go to the negative now than ever before. Because yep. now before bad news and things you heard was just on TV, and years ago it was just on the radio, but now. 
you got TV, you got websites, you got social media. Then you have they, they they'll you go if you go to YouTube, they'll put something up there that you know even if you don't even want to watch it, it'll pop up because they're always trying to grab you know the, mo- the money that people spend now just to get your attention is unreal. Right, um, and I think that it makes it um, harder in that sense to filter out. But then the same token, there's the other side, like the podcast. Right, I love I listen to podcasts from time to time. Um, because I want to get some good info and feed my brain in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, I challenge, you know, one of the things I tell my listeners all the time on my podcast is just challenge yourself every day to learn something new. Even if it doesn't have to be like an ex- extravagant new thing, it might just be some one little thing, but do it every day, you know, because yeah. then you, you seek your mind to grow in that way. Yeah. I, I remember when, when, uh, when I first started in practice way back a long time. So we had, they, they put cassette tape players in the cars, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I remember those days. I used to have the cassette player that tied to the CD player because I I didn't have a CD player in my car. (laughs) And so you could listen to tapes, you know, motivational tapes. You just stick it in and instead of listening to the radio and listening to stuff that, because a lot of, a lot of radio also is, is advertisements of there again, them getting you to buy it. That's how they pay the bills in radio. Yep. It's not from the, the songs they play, but from the advertisements that that are are purchased. And, and so, of course, the advertisements are to get you to buy something, you know. And so um, with the cassette tapes, you know, you just put them in and, and get the motivational information. And, and I, I forgot who it was. Somebody said that you could get a, a college education in about um, three or four years of just listening to cassettes going back and forth to work, you know. Yeah. I, I totally believe that. I mean, it's again, you know, you're continually self learner. I mean, there's so much you can get. Um, you know, now there's audiobooks that are easy to get a hold of. Right, right. It's it's changed. Now everything's on your phone, on your smart device, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, again, a beauty and a curse, right? I, I always say this because it's like, you know, there's the curse side to it where, again, there's the access to now easier stuff to get to. Um, yeah. But then there's the beauty of, but yeah, but now you have it in the palm of your hand and you can you can program it in a way yep. to where, Hey, I want to like, even on social media, people don't realize this, but like, Oh, some of these people share these things. Well, stop following them and just follow people you like. And then all of a sudden your feed, whatever that you watch <laughs> will change. And it'll actually be more of what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I always love to ask people, you know, I've wrote a couple books. I've been on podcasts and I've been asked this question on, and I love it uh, so much that I love asking people who've written the book why did you write the book? Like, was there, who was it for? Or was it just, what, what was the purpose behind the book? And I kind of already, we kind of think we dabbed into this, but I, I love, again, I want to just ask the question like, like, I don't even know. Yes. So I, I wrote this book because uh, so many people that, that I know uh, were getting sick, um, relatives, friends, acquaintances, and 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 not from uh, genetic diseases or things that you know. Some things you can't, you have no control over. Um, you know, if a truck hits you, you know, you don't have no control over that. But some things we do have. We do have control over the foods that we, you know, the, what we feed ourselves, what we feed our minds. And so I wrote this book. It's it's very, it's an easy read. It's written in pods um, 
uh, numbered pods and each uh, area is covered, you know, the physical area, which covers, of course, diet and exercise, and then the mental uh, area, the emotional area, the uh, financial area. Each area is covered, the spiritual area uh, is, is, is covered in order to give you basic information on how uh, you can get healthy or, or stay healthy and not um, die before your time or, or spend more time than you need to in a hospital. I like that. And, and it's all about just helping someone. So it's basically stopping endless or suffering in a sense, trying to prevent the, the, the needless suffering that happens that you see, that you yeah. experience. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and, you know, it's amazing. It's, it, sometimes it's hard to get people to stop uh, eating certain things. But the amazing thing is that when you do discipline yourself to stop, you find that you really don't even crave it anymore. The, the desire goes away. And it can even get to the point that when you try to, to consume it, it's like, I don't even like this anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is true. I mean, it, and again, it's, you put like when people say, I got to have this, whatever that is every day. And if you can get them to separate, I think after for a little bit of time, they go back and they're like, whoa, I didn't know it tasted like that. Or I didn't know it was like this. Or wow, this is really sweet. And yeah. uh, it's funny when you pull yourself away from things like that, how it can happen. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's one thing that fasting can help you do also. And we talk about fasting in the book. Um, if, if you can go on a fast, if you just, and, and fasting a complete fast is where you don't eat anything, but you can fast certain things that have control over you. Uh, you mentioned coffee. Um, put yourself on a month fast of no coffee. Now, what's going to happen is if you've been drinking a lot of it, you're going to start getting headaches. Um, you know, your body's going to rebel. Uh, but you just have to, you know, you're on a fast. Now, that means none of this. Uh, and then... Once you get to that place that that addiction is broken, um, it's not that you can never have that again. So it's not about abstinence, but it's about moderation. And so when you're addicted to something, you've gone past moderation um, to the place where it's controlling you instead of you controlling it. And, and you really don't want anything that, that you're consuming that's controlling you that you don't have the control over to be able to stop if you want to, you know? And then I've heard people say, you know, well, uh, I, I drink alcohol, but I can stop whenever I want to. And everybody knows they can't stop whenever they want to. Uh, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> we deceive ourselves, you know? <laughs> so true. The stories we tell ourselves. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, I think what you made there is a very profound uh, statement when it comes to health. Cause you know, I, I used to be a guy who was big into different diets and I look at certain ones and, you know, study them and see, you know, before keto was keto, I used to do that when I was in chiropractic school. And then I got to a point where I'm like, all right, if these things are so true and these are like the absolutes, like the paleo or the keto and those things, I'm like, 
we wouldn't be here today then, unfortunately, because there's different cultures that had different meals. Like I'm Italian. So I'm like, I don't know how Italian survived. Like we had carbs galore. I don't know. Like you look at the cuisine, it's carbs. Like we're known as the three C's. This is what Italians do. Carbs, cigarettes, and, 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 and uh, coffee. That's what they do, you know? Um, and it's funny. And that, so I laugh about it, but then I started learning about, you know, it's looking at, well, the body's a resilient machine. As long as you don't overwhelm it and overload it, it can handle things. It can mm-hmm. handle certain processes. And so I love when you said the addiction is when you over, the, you, 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 you've gone beyond moderate or moderation. And uh, I, I could not agree with that more. I think that, you know, it's like anything in life. Too much of anything is not a good thing. Right. Go drink too and get too, go ahead. Yeah, too much water, kill you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it gives no, you, you life and kills you, right? <laughs> right. It, it's uh, it's funny. So I, I I love how you said that because it's 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 so true in in so many ways and and uh, um, even with I think it, to a certain point I think this plays a role in all aspects of life though you know everything in a certain moderation right yeah like you can't you can't work out all the time you know and never give your body a rest right um, and, you, and even in seven like I know some people who do like I go fifteen days straight of working out and I'm like ah, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me look at that nervous system. Let me show you what's going on since you've been doing this consistently over time, right? Yeah. Um, no, this is this is really, really good stuff. So, I mean, you know, but one of the things, how does your physical health, and this is, this is just straightforward, you know, leading on to what I just had the statement I shared here. How does your physical health, though, affect your overall health in a sense? Because, like, my training and understanding is you want your body to be a weapon. You train it to be a weapon. The more you stress it, the stronger it becomes. But how does that physical health play overall? If your physical health is, is important, um, so we're, we're body, we're spirit and soul. And the, the, your physical body is, is actually the, that part of you, the Bible calls it the temple that, that houses your soul and your spirit. And, and so, um, and it's the part of you also that communicates with with our environment, with our physical environment. So it's uh, very important uh, what the state of health of your physical body is, is uh, determines how effective you are in um, carrying out what the, the mind and the soul and the spirit want done. Um, if, if you're not healthy, if you're sick, if you're encumbered, you know, you can't get around like you want to, you, it's going to hinder your effectiveness. So it's very important. Awesome. I like that. Yeah. And it's just one of those, like, if you can't move, how well are you going to be in life and, and other things that's going to happen? And then eventually, right. how's, that, how's that play a role in your mind over time? Yeah. And it, and it doesn't matter. You can have billions of dollars. Um, yeah. But if you're laying up in a hospital room somewhere and can't can't even spend it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That that that's a mouth. Now I know you do something called like a feel good Friday or something along the lines. What is that all about? All right, feel good Friday. Um, so I got with a, a trainer. Um, he's he's quite a bit younger than I am, and so what we do is on, uh, we actually do Feel Good Friday on Saturdays. Uh, we do a Facebook Live and also Instagram where uh, 
we do um, just different health things. Um, most, a lot of it is exercises, physical exercise. And so we do it for young people and for older people, people even that are in wheelchairs. If you, you know, go through how to do it, if you're sitting um, and physical exercise, breathing exercises, um, just different health things and not very long, usually last maybe 15 minutes or so. Um, and sometimes we talk about uh, diet, you know, things. Uh, and so they're just little segments that hopefully will inspire and motivate people to get more healthy. Um, sometimes, um, you know, I, I interviewed, um, um, well, at that time, he was the health inspector here in the state of Indiana. He's the um, Surgeon General now, though. But I, I, when I interviewed him, he said that um, when he tries to get people to stop smoking, he says he doesn't tell them to stop smoking. He says, just smoke one less cigarette a day. And then uh, after a week, smoke two less cigarettes. He's, and he said, you know, take baby steps. Because a lot of times, you know, we look at something and uh, we say, man, I can't do that, you know. But um, it's, it's like that, you know, how do you eat an elephant, you know, it's in one bite at a time. If you just take baby steps, you know, you, you can really accomplish it after, after a while and it won't be so devastating, you know. And you're looking at this whole thing saying, man. And so that's, that's what Feel Good Friday is about, trying to just let people know that, you know what, you can take baby steps. You can get this thing done. It's not really that hard if you take it a little bit at a time. Yeah, I've no, you know, I notice a lot of people when they want to, and I've done this so many times with myself in business and career and health and so forth, where we like, this is where we want to go and I'm going to take this huge leap. And then it, instead you, you hit so many walls and you're like, okay, it's never going to happen. But, you know, like one of the times I'll talk to people like, you know, because we talk about financial health, right? Affects your overall health and, and you know, you want to become a millionaire. Okay. But if you barely have any, only $5 in your, your bank account, that's a huge gap. And that's a, your brain, your brain's not going to be able to figure out that gap very quickly, like eating an elephant in one bite. I love that statement. <laughs> right. You know, but I love how you, again, it's a, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a journey. It's a process. It's little at a time. Um, if you continue doing the work, eventually you will get there. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen anybody, at least in my experiences, who's, done the work diligently over time, just taking these little successes over time and not get there. I've never seen it. Right. Yeah. Just got to keep going. You know, one last thing that I want to chat about too, is just because I, again, I brought it up finances. I know <laughs> finances play such a huge role in society today. Um, it, it's interesting. I tell people all the time, like, you know, the lion that we used to face years and years ago, um, it doesn't exist anymore in our world. You know, uh, if you live in a suburban area, it, it, you don't really have, you know, besides the normal uh, town, like, you know, animals that like to roam around, there's no lions coming after us or anything. Like <laughs> those lions, right. Right. But I truly believe, and there's a lot of other factors to this too, but like the financial, the finances though are like a lion in the mind. How do you see finances playing overall and uh, playing effect on overall health? Oh, finances are extremely important. And, and, but the thing is that um, you can actually make as much money as you want to make. Anybody can. Um, I, I heard a story that really impacted my life. It was um, where they said you can, a, a bar of iron 
is worth $5. But if you make it into horseshoes, it becomes worth $12. But if you take that same bar of iron and make it into sewing needles, it becomes worth $10,000. But if you take that same bar of iron and make it into springs for expensive watches, it becomes worth $135,000. Same bar of iron. And so you can make as much money as you're willing to prepare yourself to make. I, I love that story. And I love how you share it. It's all about like, again, what can you create, right? How do you see it? You know, if you see, I got to take this iron, I got to make um, uh, needles, you know, then there's this much I can make, but you can go how far, how far down the road do you want to go? How much work do you want right. to put into it? Right. If you, uh, if you become a brain surgeon, it's going to take you 20 years of schooling, <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to make one, more in one hour than the person working the cash register at McDonald's makes in a whole year. It's true. It's, and, and I, you know, some people say that's, that's your sweat equity, right? It's the work <laughs> that you're willing to put in the sacrifices you're willing to take to get to that level. Right. I like that. That That's huge. And then how, like, so when, from a financial standpoint, because nowadays people, it depends who you read. It depends who you're listening to. Um, I grew up in a very blue collar society. So money was always talked about as not having enough and XYZ and the richer XYZ and all these different stories. How does, you know, if let's say someone who's struggling with their money, how does that play an impact on their life? Because a lot of times when I talk to people and they're like, if I say, Hey, try to eat more organic produce. Oh, doc, organic produce is so expensive. I can't afford that. You know, an X, Y, Z. Um, what do you say to those types of things? Oh, you know, it, I hate to hear people say that because it, it's really not more expensive. It's, it's really more expensive to eat that stuff that's bad for you than it is to eat stuff that's good for you. Uh, and, and the thing is that uh, if, you, if you eat the stuff that's good for you, it's going to really, health-wise, it's going to save you money from the doctor and from the hospital and the drugstore. Um, that's what's expensive. Medications are expensive. But if you if you if you eat right and and stay away from the certain things that you know what 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 costs more an organic uh, tomato or a T bone steak? True. I, no, I don't I don't see so I don't know I'm I'm asking I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm assuming a T bone <laughs> steak. Even if you just get the most commercialized raised T bone steak, I, I'm assuming. <laughs> That the tomato is going to be a little cheaper. The organic tomato, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm not, unless they're like $20, I have not seen that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, we don't, we don't crave the organic tomato like we do the T-bone steak. True. Yeah. So it's really, really not about the money. It really isn't. It's about, you know, 
I remember my daddy telling me one time, and I never ever forgot it. He said, people buy what they want and beg what they need. That's interesting. That's a cool statement. I like that <laughs> one. They buy what they want and they beg what they need. That is so true in a lot of ways too. Yeah. And again, it comes back to the mindset, right? It comes back to like how you said it, you shared a perspective. You said, well, no, drugs are very expensive. Surgeries are very expensive. You know, the, the average cancer patient, I think it's like a hundred and four hundred and like fifty something thousand dollars yeah. is what all the expenses are for cancer. Now you can buy a whole bunch of organic food. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy a lot of, shoot, 457000 That's I think that's a lifetime plus all the fun technologies and appliances and everything else that comes with it. And you can get personal trainers with that and a whole mess of stuff. I mean, because, and, and you know, chiropractic you mix in, the best dentistry. I mean, you can get everything you need. 450000 That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We, we joke in chiropractic about lifetime care and, uh, you know, like back surgeries and not that we treat anything with back surgeries, but you know, we're known to be helping with backs. Um, right. You know, typical back surgeries, 125 to $150,000. I look at patients and I'm always like that one thing that you're focusing on, that's not even going to solve the issue. That's actually going to create more detrimental health down the road. Great short-term fix though. Sometimes um, that I'm like, but you're going to, you can spend a fraction of that in it invests in your health and you're going to empower more aspects of your life overall. And it won't even be that whole price, you know, yeah. as long as you just do the work. Yep. I like where your head's at, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one last thing, how can people connect with you if they want to get your book and, and follow you and see what you're up to and keep up with you and everything? Well, I, my book is available at my website, which is bishoplscott.com or at amazon.com. It's also available. It's available um, in paperback and it's also available in audiobook and it's also available in ebook. So um, it's an easy read. And I have also um, gotten testimonies from people that have. Uh, changed their lifestyle because of it and lost a lot of weight. Uh, I had one gentleman tell me that uh, he told me, he said, you're not going to know me the next time you see me. And I didn't. He had lost 84 pounds. Um, you know, didn't have to buy any supplements or anything just by doing simple lifestyle changes, uh, adding exercise to his lifestyle, uh, changing his eating habits, watching what he puts in his mind and, um, and, uh, he said, the only thing wrong with this is I had to buy a whole new wardrobe. So <laughs> there you not a it. bad problem to have. Right. Awesome. For all the listeners, this will be in the show notes for you guys to get access to everything that Dr. Scott's up to and what he's doing. So, um, Dr. Scott, this was a pleasure, um, to chat and uh, to have you on. Well, listen, I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to share today on the podcast and, and I appreciate the, uh, the work that you're doing. Thank you, my friend. Same to you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. 
For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.